0: Thank you for joining us for our Renewal City Church podcast. If you're looking for ways to get involved, join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Roxy Theater in Longview. Or find us online at rcclongview.org. We hope you're blessed and that this message finds you well. So, we've been in a sermon series called Learn From Me while James has been on sabbatical. And like Tyler shared, he's coming back next week, so we're so excited. But we're learning from Jesus, right? This whole idea is what can we learn from Jesus? And who knew it was so much, right? Jesus that we could learn so much from. Just kidding. We've talked about rest, we've talked about being peacemakers, having mercy understanding the fullness of God's love, having compassion on each other, having empathy, and being kind, all of which on their own could really be a sermon series. Everyone has done an incredible job, but they didn't pay me to say that. I I really think they did a great job. Ryan, I'll I'll get you. Oh, great, thanks. But if you haven't had a chance to go and listen to the whole series, I really... uh, challenge you to do that. It's been awesome. Each person has been able to bring their own flavor into what they've learned from Jesus about each subject. The verse we took this idea from learn from me is out of Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. I'm going to read it from the message. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take rest, real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unenforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Now, in preparing for this, I really loved that last part. You'll learn to live freely and lightly. Other translations say, my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. With a raise of hands, who wants to live freely and lightly like I do? That sounds fantastic, especially in this climate. Like, are you kidding me? Okay. How do we learn to live like that, though? How? This morning, we're talking about joy, Joy in the hopes that we might together learn to use what I think is one of God's greatest gifts. Oftentimes, the word joy is equaled with happiness. Happiness is a feeling based on our circumstances. The Trailblazers won. Woohoo! <laughs> Pumpkin spice is back. <laughs> the sun is shining. Maybe finally finding a pair of jeans that fit you just right. Whatever it is, you guys know happiness. I know you do. But it fades because our circumstances are not always great. The trailblazers will lose, and this season they've done that a lot. It's a really hard time to be a trailblazer fan. Pumpkin Spice will leave. I don't understand Pumpkin Spice. I just get a chai. I don't drink coffee. But for all of you who love that, your day will come. It will be gone. We live in the Pacific Northwest. The sun goes away quite a bit. We're in the season where it is dark for a while, so that moment the sun comes out, we're like, oh. Maybe you find yourself in a dressing room again, and you're like, these are the same pair of jeans I bought last year, and somehow they're not right this year. Might not be the jeans' fault, but that's okay. (laughs) Joy, on the other hand, is an outlook that defies our circumstances. My car won't start, but God will take care of me. The diagnosis is cancer, but God is still faithful. COVID taking away the people we love and our normal routines, but God is still with us. It doesn't make sense, Joy. To the rest of the world, it might look really foolish. But it comes from the hope that we lean into of what he Our God has promised. God promises to strengthen us, give us rest, take care of all of our needs, answer our prayers, work everything out for our good, to be with us, to protect us, to free us from sin. He promises nothing will separate us from him, and he promises us everlasting life, that list sounds pretty epic to me. That is a good list. Surprise, you might I didn't write that. Like that was in the Bible. I know. So weird. Joy is an outlook that defies circumstance. So how do we do this? How can we live a life that reflects actual true joy? First, we must spend time with the very person who gave us joy. God. The reason we are even able to experience it is because he makes it possible. Without Jesus, joy doesn't actually exist. At Renewal, we have three guiding principles. Jesus is for everyone. Jesus uses everyone. Jesus changes everything. That last bit, Jesus is the difference maker. Jesus himself walked on this earth 100% God and 100% man. I got to tell you, that is really a mind, whoa, just what? He was 100% man and 100% God, but we'll get there. It's fine. We just have to trust that someday in heaven we'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Right now I'm like, "I I don't get that, but he did it. He experienced being hungry and thirsty, betrayal and pain, stress and exhaustion, just like us. So how, do we, how did he deal with all of that? He spent time with God. In Mark 6, after Jesus feeds the 10,000 with the fish and the loaves, he sends his disciples away to go and pray by himself. How often are we getting away and praying? Spending true one-on-one time with our creator. I know I'm a mom of little ones. like It's hard. Mom and dad's with little ones, like, getting away? What? What is that? Who has time for that? We got to do all the things. It's a lot. But Jesus, the actual Jesus, while he was on earth, made time for it. So it seems like it's kind of important. Time with Jesus can look different for everyone. Remember, Jesus is for everyone. So maybe for you, it's not what it is for someone else. For me, I love it when a friend's like, Oh, I'll take your kids so you can have quiet time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the last thing I want. I want to like listen to some music, get some worship on, get my groove on. Being alone for me is like, that feels impossible. Maybe for you it is being in a quiet place though. Maybe for you it's the act of serving others through worship and song, getting outside, appreciation, appreciating what God has created. Just like a friendship, we put in time to get to know one another. Put in the time to be with Jesus, whatever that looks like for you. The fact is that we can't snap our fingers and change the way we feel. Can you imagine if our brains did work like that, though? Like, picture this scene. A bear comes into your campsite, okay? It's there. It's looking you right in the eyes. And you go, oh, that is a scary bear. I am going to feel fear right now. That is not how it works. We go, oh my goodness, ah, run. I mean, maybe someone's trying to fight it. You are not thinking about it. Your emotion just hits the surface. Emotion is entirely different than thinking. That's why joy is different. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It's an outlook that defies our circumstance. It's not logical. Galatians 5.22 says, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. We need to make space for the presence of God to do a work in us. It takes practice and time. It takes being intentional, spending time with God on purpose. That time shifts our eyes to the things that may feel out of control and into the hands of a God who has it all taken care of. Secondly, God gives us community. He himself in the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, is a community. We are created to be together. God created us to do life alongside one another. And he said it from the beginning in Genesis 2, 6. It's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. All throughout the Bible, we see this idea of togetherness. Jesus and his disciples, they went everywhere together. When Jesus sent the disciples out on the mission field, he sent them two by two. Even on the night that he died on the cross, he wasn't alone. There were two others on crosses next to him. God is all about us doing life together. Here right now at church, in this building, in this place, this is a place where people can come together with all of their crap where we can be free to feel all of our feelings and meet each other right where we are, wherever that is. Sometimes joy feels impossible to obtain because your stuff is too much. Maybe the hope you have is wavering because your life is hard. This is where people, your community, steps in. When someone can't hold on to their joy by themselves, we have the opportunity to stand in the gap. I think about it when my mother-in-law was passing away from cancer. There were a lot of times where we just couldn't pray. It's not that we didn't want to pray. It's that we physically couldn't pray. And a lot of times I was just angry. I didn't understand why God was doing what he was doing. Why would you take a person that we love and care about and we get to watch her die? That sucks. But in that moment... That was our community, being able to stand in the gap for us to be able to say, we will hold out the hope and hold out the joy so that you don't have to right now. They prayed while we couldn't pray. They did the things that we couldn't do. They stood in the gap. And if you've been a part of this church, Renewal, for any time, you've seen how we've gotten to do that 10 times over. In the midst of suffering, we get to be filled up and practice taking care of one another. Two people are far better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone who falls alone, they're in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. That's out of Ecclesiastes 4 9 through 12. That right there is the power of community. So we find joy in God. We get to practice living out that joy together so that we can share it with the world. Jesus is for everyone. I believe that to my core. Not because I get a paycheck from the church and it's one of our core beliefs, but because I actually believe it. It's how our Heavenly Father sees. What are we doing with our joy if not sharing it? Our joy is that we know Jesus. We have hope in what he promises. How can we not want to share that? To me, joy is just what we need right now. Out of joy comes a sense of purpose and hope. The power of joy is unending. Although not one attribute of the Spirit, remember we've got love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control, although not one of those attributes of the Spirit is more important than the other, joy enables us to see the other attributes the way Jesus did. Joy is like a new pair of glasses that we can look at the world with. Nothing is too big or too scary. Look at these almost last two years. We have seen spikes in depression. Depression among adults in the United States has tripled in the early months of the coronavirus. It jumped from eight and a half percent pre-pandemic to a staggering 27.8%. New research just came out from Boston University School of Public Health, and it revealed that the elevated rates of depression have persisted in 2021 even worsened, in fact, climbing to 32.8%. That affects one in every three American adults. That's a big number. In the last two years, we've seen political chaos. We've seen people dying at the hands of another. We've seen rioting, we've seen closing of businesses, we've seen changes in our daily rhythms, a global pandemic with really no end in sight. Total polarization, division amongst two people groups in every single shape and form. Our world needs Jesus and the hope that he brings. Joy is the overspill. Don't be mistaken of what I'm saying. Joy doesn't say that you are what you're going through doesn't matter. It doesn't say, don't worry, be happy. Joy in God is about meeting us where we are at in the difficult and unfair. In the worst day of our lives, when none of it makes sense, joy comes from an outlook that defies circumstance, giving us hope to remember God's promises to strengthen us, to give us rest, to take care of all of our needs, to answer our prayers, to work everything out for our good, to protect us, to be with us, to free us from sin, He promises nothing will separate us from him. He promises us everlasting life. Philippians 2, 1 through 4. If you've gotten anything out about following Jesus Christ, it's this. If his love has made any difference in your life, if being in community of the Spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. Love each other. Be deep spirited friends don't push away to the front don't sweet talk your way to the top put yourself aside and help others get ahead don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage forget yourself long enough to lend a helping hand joy is contagious maybe even more so than covid (laughs) at least i'd like to think it can be if we're willing to meet with god be in community, and be a part of something together. We have to give it back to the people who really need it the most, whether they're in this room or outside of this room. In the spirit of changing our outlook, COVID, we can celebrate some things out of COVID. I love the tables. The tables are great. We are gonna do table talks, and we've been doing that for a while where we talk and discuss, and if discussing things really bothers you, then this might not be the space and time for this cheerful thing, but I love it. I've got some questions for you guys to be together at a table to talk about joy, what that means in your life. And so I see that there's a couple of you that are by yourselves. Feel free if, you know, people aren't too scared to gather tables together, um, sit at someone else's table, because we're going to take five to ten minutes to talk about this idea of joy. Now, I do want to add a disclaimer for the questions. Be honest. It's okay to be honest, even if it's an unpopular opinion. I mean, you heard me. I was talking about pumpkin spice up here. It's not my opinion, <laughs> it's someone else's. So, we're gonna take five to 10 minutes. There's a QR code on your tables. You can scan that QR code and you'll find uh, questions there at the bottom. So, thank you guys.